to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And I'm Megan Eanes, a local realtor for 21 years and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are so excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. So I'm super excited. Yeah. So as everybody's been listening, I'm sure for the past several months, my uh, son Ben has been in the Air Uh, Force. And he finished up basic training in October and then went to um, uh, tech school. He graduated from tech school yesterday. It's a big and deal. he is uh, actually on a plane right now on his way back here. That's so I get exciting. to pick him up and I can't wait to see him. Wow. That, tell us again, how old is he? He's 18. That's yes. That's young to just go away and do all that stuff. And he's you know? loved it. He, yeah. he was ready. He was more than ready. I think he was just... And he has just excelled. I'm, I'm, I've been able to, you know, see him through Facetime and things sure. like that, and talk to him quite a bit. And I can even just see the maturity. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I just I can't wait to have him come home. And well, you put can my tell arms us all him. the stories when he's <laughs> right? back. Now, how long is he home for? He's home for good. Okay. So he's Air National Guard. So okay. he was returning to his actual base, which is Martinsburg. Got so it. he'll be. It was not as tough when he left for basic training as it was with our oldest, because with our oldest, that was it. Mm. I mean, we knew he was not, he was never coming back. Mm -hmm. He was going to be going from tech school to his actual duty base. And Mm -hmm. um, he's been gone for three years now. So when, when, when Ben left, it was not quite as tough because we knew (laughs) when he was done, he was coming home. Coming home. Well, that's exciting. So excited to see him. Love to get the updates of what's going on in the the Megan world. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then, oh, my goodness, three days this past weekend of swim meets. And I mean, I'm talking like 6 a.m. to like 8 o'clock in the evening. And my daughter, um, she just did an amazing job and uh, made it to finals both Saturday and Sunday at 13 years old. So I'm super proud of her and her hard work and dedication. So it was Busy weekend. All that typically training I with don't James Frisbee and, yes. and like like got the swim mom crowd that you're with too. That's right. And which is actually my license plate. I, I see. <laughs> gotta tie it all together. That's there right. you go. If you see swim mom license plate with an icon orange pin in the back of That's the car, right. you'll see Megan cruising around. That's right. Yep. Well so how was your weekend? Uh it was adventurous. Um I told you last week the the big event of Follow the Star at Fellowship Bible Church. That oh, happened. that's right. There is about over around five thousand people that went through over the course of Saturday and Sunday night. I was only able to participate Saturday night because Sunday night I got bogged down with my grandmother having some medical issues, so I had to pause on that. She's better now, but that was just it, it's been a long long week since we've last met up and connected so it yeah. does feel like it doesn't it but it, what day is today what you know i don't even know don't, it's yeah. december all we know is it's december it's christmas time it's christmas season right and yes well that kind of goes into being a realtor too it's kind of like one of the ongoing jokes on, like what's yeah. a weekend no, you know no. the, every day is just kind of another day there's no working monday through friday and yeah. you get your weekends off so yeah always on call Mm-hmm. Well, so what we have for you guys, the listeners today, is something unique and fun. And it kind of stems from mentioning my grandmother, for example, mm-hmm. how she moved in with me and she has a pet. And we had to go through this whole rigmarole of going to a vet to give the pet certificate to get on an airplane. And 
come to find out that he didn't even check that certificate of going through it all. But anyway, it made me realize all of the different things you need to think through when you move a house, whether you move locally or you move across state lines or whatever. And most people around uh, that I know have pets, cats, dogs. I'm a dog person. Yeah, but same here. Yeah. So and, and and so we realized part part of our local community um, are veterinarians and people who take care of animals and can encourage us to do a better job of it ourselves. <laughs> right. And, and in having the conversation between you and I about this and wanting to do this, we kind of realized that, well, we have the same vet. Same, the same vet. Right. And she's amazing. And I'll brag on her right now. But then we also can brag on her when we were able to chat with her. But um, what did it for me was, yeah, we, we had a couple dogs when we first moved to town many, many years ago. And our longest most long-lasting dog was a Bichon Frise, a little white fluffy dog, and she was reaching the end. And we had to bring her into Dr. Walls to make that happen because it was just, it was time. And she was so nice. And she was like, are you sure this is what we need to be doing? I'm like, yes. You know, so we had the chat about that. And then she like put her hand on the pet and said a little word, a little statement, and just the, the sensitivity and the care for animals through birth through death you can tell that this is the place to be so there's plenty of other vets in town but we're excited to bring you the conversation with dr marietta walls from apple valley animal hospital and in the interview there's a little secret here another animal hospital in town that she's connected with so Mm -hmm. you'll hear about that here's our chat with dr walls well hello there marietta how are you doing great today so happy to have you in here and we get a chance to have a doctor in our presence dr walls um so we want to have a fun chat with you about animals i'm sure that you are passionate about pets right pets have always been part of my life so (laughs) yes well you know it's funny that you know there's so many people that have pets and you don't think about it but when you move and you have a house like those pets go through the process with you. And we'll, we'll get into the real estate components of things here in a little bit, but we want to get a chance to know you first. So give us a little bit of history of how you got to Winchester and how you became a vet. As I was growing up, I grew up in Frederick County, mm-hmm. Virginia, and I did go to James Wood High School. So that was the local. only high school yeah. at mm-hmm. the time in the yeah. county. Yeah. And I did then proceed to go to Virginia Tech, and I got a BS in animal science. Mm-hmm. And then in 1988, I become a, uh, I got my degree in veterinary medicine from the Virginia Maryland Regional College of Veterinary Medicine. Okay, which is at Virginia Tech too. Yeah. So I pretty much lived 10 years down at Tech. Wow. To get yeah. the That's education. A long <laughs> yes. time. Yeah. And. From the very beginning, I was in 4-H and FFA and a lot of the local clubs Mm -hmm. in our area. And I was always doing things with animals. And now I am a small animal veterinarian, more like specializing in medicine and surgery. Hmm. But um, our goal at our animal hospital is to get your pet to live the longest possible. And um, everybody has a great relationship with their pet. I want you to you know, plan when you're moving or changing locations, the different things you need to do for your pets. Yeah. 
And even in our area, we probably have 13 different animal hospitals in Frederick County, Winchester, and Stevens City areas. Mm-hmm. All of us are busy. So mm-hmm. if you move, you need to try to establish with a regular veterinarian. Yeah. So you have pet care for your own animal. And then a lot of things people don't think about is if your animal has like a microchip, mm. you need to change the phone, you know, the phone number or the address for that microchip mm-hmm. too. Oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Some animals, we've had episodes where a dog maybe get out and is hit mm-hmm. by a car, mm-hmm. and you're trying to find, locate the owner, and you can't find, mm-hmm. you know, the owner at the time. So, making sure you get all the contact information changed for your pet is interesting. Good. Yeah, yeah. And so, as you, we can talk about all kinds of tips like that. Uh, as you graduated from tech and started to have the passion for animals, what then drew you back to town? Uh, you know, so is it the area that you felt that you were just enthralled with and be like, I come back to my local high school area? Like, what drew you back to town after tech? In our area, my family, I was a cather to begin with. There are lots of relatives in my area. So as I came back as a young veterinarian, mm-hmm. I wanted to start my family, and I knew that I needed the family support for my kids. So mm. at that point, that's why we relocated back to Winchester. I know my husband was drawn from southwest Virginia, which is a beautiful area, too. Yeah. But his both of his parents had passed away while we were at school. So mm. at that point, we came back to Winchester mainly more for family support and— um, the location was good. So do you have kids then? Tell we, us about your family. I have a son and a daughter. Uh-huh. Neither of them went to veterinary school. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my son's in finance and he's married. And my daughter is still at Virginia Tech. She took our direction and she's trying to get her PhD in entomology right now. And she specializes in bees and, and um, cool pollinators. Oh, that's really neat. So that comes so. from living on farms and... <laughs> My husband and her were in the beekeeping club, the uh, Shenandoah Valley mm-hmm. beekeepers, and she had her own beehives. And she started out in honeybees, but now she's switched over to squash bees, which are the pollinators of pumpkins and zucchinis. Hmm. So she is like one of the specialists in that type of bee. There's thousands of different types of bees that do our pollinations. Hmm. So that is her specialty, and that's what she's getting her Ph.D. in. And I know that you're well-rounded as well. You mentioned FF, uh, FFA, right? right, and 4-H, and other kinds of things. So you go beyond just being a vet in the animal, animal hospital. Yes, I'm very active in the Rotary Club of Frederick County. Okay. And we meet every week, Tuesday morning, at the Boy Scout Club at 730 to 830. We have a speaker that comes in and tells us something about our local community. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get together, do service projects. We do. We've cut like a thousand loads of firewood for CCAP, hmm. and um, we've done soup kitchens. We provide scholarships for high school students. We deliver dictionaries to third graders. And it just goes on and on. But Rotary also not only does local things, but they do regional and international things. Hmm. With Rotary, my husband and I went on a friendship exchange to Australia. Wow. So you meet other people from the other countries, but we also met people from like Tennessee and Virginia we didn't know either as we went on that friendship exchange. 
and uh, it's just a good way to spread peace everywhere mm. and let everybody know. In Australia, they're very environmental conscious, like they didn't use napkins, they didn't use trash cans, or the liners of trash cans, they just used the trash cans, so they were very, you know, for our environment, mm-hmm. looking out for everything. Mm-hmm. So how are you trying to convey that into our area, like being a part of Rotary Club and and a farmer yourself and being environmentally friendly, how are you guys working to, I don't know, make Frederick County a better place? (laughs) Are are there things that you're doing around locally that are benefiting our environment? Yeah, on our farms, we have uh, taken up soil conservation. We have waterways and we've planted trees. We've planted over 20,000 trees along our waterways. Hmm. We have started a pollinator area where we have two and a half acres for wildflowers uh, for bees and um, butterflies and things like that to come and in our beef uh, operation we do rotational grazing where it helps to make the land better and also it's grass-fed beef so it's Mm -hmm. not like Mm -hmm. it uses a lot of other resources that's a big thing lately i i feel like especially with what comes with beef Mm-hmm. There's so many things and chemicals that can be injected, and, and then you're eating it. And it's like, that's not the way God intended it, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. I, there's something about that. So I, I don't know. I appreciate that because there's you want to stay healthy, and, like, there's an aspect of, like, what we as humans are doing to, I don't know, over-beef up the beef yeah. or the chicken or the the plants or, you know, it just doesn't seem to add up. So. Yeah. And when we took over these farms, there were cows like in the streams and things like that. And we fenced oh, yeah. those off right? and then provided where we planted the trees along the streams so that we'll um, filter things that are going into the stream and provide good water. That's helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our streams go down to the Chesapeake Bay. Mm. So mm-hmm. our streams and springs that are on our farm are the beginning of where it goes into the Chesapeake Bay. Hmm. So that you have to think. I've read years ago, you know, like the Shenandoah River will sometimes get, you know, high levels of bacteria because of that. And I guess that's that's the farmers then doing their due diligence to keep their animals away. How do do you do a better job as a as a landowner to protect the environment and those streams then? You fence off the streams. mm -hmm. uh, You apply less fertilizer. As you rotate your cows, they provide the fertilizer, and you don't put extra fertilizer on the field. Hmm. Like all those chicken houses that have all the um, fertilizer, you just don't mm-hmm. go and spread those on mm-hmm. fields next to the mm-hmm. water because mm-hmm. that just runs off. Into the water. And gets mm-hmm. into the water. So yeah. yeah, it does make the field really green, but um, it does not provide the best for our fish and lower people on the water streams. Yeah. Well, your your passion for the environment is one thing, and then your passion for animals just oozes into that, you know. So then your natural, kind of your primary vocation of being a vet and an animal hospital, taking care of animals that come and go. Walk us through kind of what you do on a regular basis there and how you treat and take care of people's pets. I guess maybe a question is what separates you guys from other vets in town? You know, why would people come see Dr. Walls? <laughs> I mean, I can see your passion. So right. like, that that I appreciate well, as well. Well, and both of us bring yeah. our have brought our animals to you for, I mean, I don't even, 2005 maybe, I think, is when I first brought my, I had a yellow lab, Jaxie, big boy, 110-pound right. yellow. And so I 
That's, so we know what you do. Absolutely. Yeah. I kind of feel like even when you get on the internet, all this uh, marketing has hit you in the face on what you should do. And it's not always what's best for your pet. So um, us being able to examine your animal and then also make food recommendations hmm. and to make flea and tick recommendations because all the marketing, they put so much money into marketing anymore that they fool you very easily what they what they want you to hear. But what I've now been a veterinarian since 1988 and i pretty much have seen three lifetime of pets so far so i've seen them from a puppy mm-hmm. all the way until you have to say goodbye to your pet mm-hmm. and to see you know what has caused a lot of diseases in these pets is what you know our bottom line is we know which are the better foods what are the good flea and tick medicines like the most infectious disease we see in our practice is lyme disease anymore and the 2020 we didn't even see Lyme disease in Frederick County yeah so it's something that's progressed and as things change then you just have a doctor that keeps up with all the current information Uh, like every day I do surgeries half the day and then I do appointments half the day and we have gotten into stem cells and new different things that are available for pets Mm. to Mm. bring about the best healing for your pet with the minimal amount of drugs. To me, I am yeah. don't want to just be a pill pusher. Right. I want mm. your animal to be the best it can be without having to maintain you. And you, you've got to keep up with the times, right? Keep up right. with, like, the technology and the, the different ways of treating. I'm, so my small little anecdote, and I like sharing stories, and I'll brag on you some more, is, yeah, my grandmother, who you've heard me talk about on this podcast before, has moved into town recently, and she loves her pet. It's been her lifesaver since COVID. And that pet in Florida was just allergic to everything and scratched and itched and was red, and she took him to a vet down there, couldn't treat the dog properly put them on all kinds of washes and different medicines and medications and things that just didn't work i show up here talk to dr walls it's like oh here we'll try a couple little things here and there here's just basic benadryl and here's let's do an allergy test well nobody had recommended an allergy mm-hmm. test for a dog to my grandmother and we're like let's do it now we come to find out exactly what he's allergic to change the food and bam you have a brand new dog i mean and so she my 90-year-old grandmother loves you all of a sudden now because she's like, my Florida vet didn't do this for me. Mm-hmm. And again, keeping up with the technology and keeping up with the times of what's available, I think is valuable to, to know how to treat pets and make sure you're taking care of them properly. Right. And you also take a personal interest. I mean, even with, with Opie, who was the sweetest, most lovable thing at home, but he had anxiety issues, and you had recommended some places or somewhere for me to take him, and I did. And then I would bring him in to you, and you would take the time to come out and just kind of talk to him and spend five minutes just where he could just kind of be around you. And he was getting better. Um, just And so, I mean, just even taking the time doing things like that um, just shows you, yeah. you you take more interest than just it's just another pet and it's just another animal coming in. So the recommendations that you give to people, we can – hold higher than other vets because like yeah you care about the animals so tell us again you you briefly went down on one little tip but give us some of those other tips that you can think of for people who are maybe relocating or moving with their animals either locally or not locally i love the chip tip because you might forget that you have chipped your dog and you got to maintain 
your address properly. I, right? I can't believe I never even thought about that. I mean, I haven't really gone anywhere, but still, anybody just moving locally still, yep. if you have your other, you know, your old address on there, just that's that's just one of those obvious things that everybody should think of, but they don't. What yeah. other things come to mind that you've seen over the years for in our area, it is changing some. If you are in a neighborhood, make sure you walk your dog on a leash and mm. keep your, um, you know, be aware of your surroundings. Just like with people, you have to be aware of your yeah. surroundings. We do see a lot more dog-dog incidents now where another dog will run over and bite your dog. Mm-hmm. So being really careful and cautious on that. Uh, the other thing in Frederick County, which over, you know, since the 90s to 2000s, we have a lot more bird of prey now. Hmm. So you have to be really careful with your little pets, hmm. that hawks, and bald, we do have a lot of bald eagles now. I've been seeing more. That yeah. they will swoop down and pick up little pets. So yeah. make sure you keep them on the leash and close to you so that those birds of prey can't get your animal too that's, so that's that's not fun i don't want my little dog getting swooped up <laughs> right grabbed by a big bald eagle yeah but um anytime you move definitely for a couple of weeks you should you know take extra care and walk your dog and make sure that you know you're surrounding well mm-hmm. uh, and then that's a good way of meeting neighbors too because yep. that way mm-hmm. you can figure out who has dogs or who doesn't like dogs who likes Mm -hmm. dogs and just to make sure you're a good neighbor to everybody around you now we're talking dogs what other animals are in your repertoire of pets that you treat uh we do cats Mm -hmm. and um cats themselves are pretty independent so when you're moving with cats uh there's not a lot more that need to do other than definitely keep them indoors if Mm -hmm. they're used to going outdoors for a while Mm -hmm. And at least for a couple weeks until they get used to their new surroundings. I know even right where I live, there was a person who who moved to our, our area and was used to putting their cat on a leash outside. But you have to be very careful with that because we have a fox that frequents through that area where those cats were tied. So huh. you don't want to endanger your pet by not letting them be able to escape or go somewhere if there's something coming through there. I mean, we live in a yeah. pretty, just almost like a neighborhood area now, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't think a fox or coyotes or things like that hmm. come through our area, but they do all they the are. time. Yeah. So definitely supervise your pet yeah. and know, get to know your area before you just assume that it's safe for your pet. Do you treat any other animals? I mean, birds or ferrets or bunnies or turtles (laughs) or I don't know, you name it, whatever people might have. My husband does more the exotic part of it, but I do bunnies. We do spay and neuter rabbits and guinea pigs Mm -hmm. and um, ferrets come in. And uh, my husband does turtles and snakes and a couple different of those other types Mm -hmm. of exotics. So... Um, but I would say cats and dogs are probably 80% of our business. And then we do some others. We do occasionally see a chicken or a duck or, you know, but we don't usually do the big birds like parrots or anything like that. Yeah. Now you mentioned surgery and like, so the name of your location is Apple Valley Animal Hospital. So that to me says, okay, you're a hospital. So you're taking care of sick animals or treating them for emergencies as well. Right. We do, um, you know, you don't know exactly how sick the pet's going to come, that comes in is mm-hmm. going to need. But, you know, we do basic spays, neuters. Uh, we do in 
East Coast, we see a lot of kidney stones, bladder stones. So we remove stones out of animals. We do uh, some basic orthopedics, and we do the stem cells, which like with torn ligaments and things like that. Now mm. we're treating more with stem cells uh, and some back issues. We also do use a lot of therapeutic laser to help mm. with um, tendon problems a lot of times, mm. like uh, ankles, like people get plantar fasciitis. Right. Therapeutic lasers help with those type of things and can cure that without doing injections and things. Huh. You put little oh. shoes on dogs, <laughs> <laughs> little inserts to help help them out. <laughs> and I'm, you, I'm sure you do blockage surgeries as well for yes. some of those dogs that eat foreign bodies. We've taken out mm-hmm. numerous things out of dogs, and it's amazing. <laughs> it doesn't seem well. There are, have been a couple dogs I've taken like out of one dog. We took three different stones at different times. They'd just walk around the neighborhood and would eat rocks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then other ones would eat part of their leash. You know, I've had, it's just, you name it, and they've eaten it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> can get stuck. Mm-hmm. You never know what dogs are going to do, right? I mean, <laughs> Now, I've got a question for you. When you're, When's the best time to introduce your pet to the new house? Should you do it when the house is empty, or should you wait until you've moved all the way in? And then bring the pet when your stuff is there. What do you think would be like, you know, less anxiety for the animal in terms of introduction? I think animals are very easy to adapt and they can go either direction. I think it really is the anxiety of the person that's moving. (laughs) That's probably true. (laughs) And how anxious and uh, Mm -hmm. stressful it is because you're going to need to supervise your pet. So if you don't have time to supervise Mm -hmm. your pet, then then I would move first and then bring the pet in. But each person has their own stress level, so it really yeah, depends. You, you don't want to convey your stress onto your pet. I, I feel like people probably do that a lot more than they think. I can see me yeah. totally yes. doing that to yeah. my animal and me being more concerned about which way to, to do it versus then you know, just come on in and make yourself at and home. Manifesting the pets, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if the person's all stressed and yelling at everybody and yelling yeah, at the pet, don't do that. Then sorry to all my animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, um, I would just say, how can people reach out with you? Because, like, if if people have pets, animals, and they haven't thought about it, like, how do they get in contact with you guys? What do they do to schedule an appointment? Like, how do they reach out? Well, even before that, something that I found out that I didn't know, and maybe you didn't know cause, well, yeah. um, when we were chatting earlier, you have Apple Valley Animal Hospital, but I didn't right. realize that that's not the only one that your family has. Right. We also have winchester animal hospital Mm -hmm. also Mm. and my husband used to work over there mainly and i worked at the other one it was like his and hers it's just like a joke that um you know you stay married by working at separate separate (laughs) locations right uh but now he works about 50 percent at either place um and winchester animal hospital there's three veterinarians there and then there's three veterinarians at apple valley animal hospital so we all take turns working at different locations both of them provide about the same amount of service. Um, at Winchester, we do uh, provide a little bit of boarding if you're a patient mm. of ours um, beca- because they've always been there forever since the 50s. Yeah. And now um, that's available too. So we can find you at Winchester or Apple Valley right. Animal Hospital. 
and they both have websites. You can go on there and request to be a new client. Mm -hmm. uh, you can call the phone numbers and uh, request to be put on the list. Sometimes it will take one to two months to get in as a new client. So yeah. pre-planning yeah. is sure. very important. Yeah, that's part of it too. That's yeah. a good tip. Yeah, if you're thinking of moving to the area, go yep. ahead and get on that waiting list. Right, yeah. because it, uh, Winchester is very popular right now. So there's mm -hmm. a lot of people moving mm -hmm. here. Our veterinary population is about the same. It's not changed, but the number of new people in our area has increased a lot. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, um, well, that is very true. You're, you're talking to the experts here, and they are moving into town, and they're not right. moving out of town. So <laughs> right. that's exactly part of it. So, and they're bringing their animals, their dogs, their pets with them. Right. <laughs> so more business all around for you. But, yeah, it's, it's good to kind of know that you've got those multiple sites, multiple locations, multiple vets that are with you guys at the practices right. so more opportunity and i love that you're your like schedule. even the the women that you have working with you the different staff that you have they they remember people and they remember the animals mm. too and so when they come in you know they they address the the animal i had actually one girl I was at Kohl's and she was, I guess she had been working with you for a little while and she was, uh, she was a younger girl working at Kohl's and she saw me, she goes, you look so familiar. And I was like, I, I don't know. She goes, you're Piper Jane's mom. <laughs> and I, like, I thought that was so crazy that she remembered my dog and recognized me from my dog. So it was just, that's awesome. but the, even the yeah. people you that work with you are, they, you can tell how much they love animals and there's so much trust. I know, my whole family brings all our animals to you and if whatever you say we all trust you and it's like okay if dr walls is saying this this is this is what we're going to do so it's just it's nice that when you don't have that extra stress especially if something's not you know if something's wrong with your animal you don't have to stress over trying to make the right decision because the right decision is usually recommended for you and you're not one to either you know throw out all these options so that you know i'm going to try to get the biggest bill from these people yeah. that i can you want to you know offer the options that are going to be best for the animal not just for the business which is really appreciated as well yeah that's important oh well, you're welcome yeah. i mean it, to me is we can make our you know pets the healthiest we can make them so to me that's right. the important thing Yep. And if it's not going to help them, then, you know, it's one of those, you don't want to go down that road. To exactly. You're not just going to, yeah. I'm, well, we really appreciate you. That's for sure. And yeah. our pets appreciate you. <laughs> and we do have a super team. I mean, we really have a lot of people who have worked with us a long time. And they, they're just golden people that, you know, it takes a community to do mm -hmm. this. And they are really top notch at mm -hmm. what they do. So. Yep. Well, that's why we love having people like you on, because it's all about our community and all the different components of what make a community. And people have animals. Vets and animal hospitals are a part of the community. And, yeah. and, and, and you're not only doing that. that, you're even trying to improve our community with trying to make the water cleaner and yeah. more pollination for the plants. And um, I, I would love to see what that uh, those two acres of wildflowers look like when they're in bloom. I bet that's just gorgeous. Butterflies and all that. Mm -hmm. Well, we have five iconic questions that we ask all of our uh, people who come in to meet with us that just off the top of your head, very easy, just answer whatever comes to mind, okay? So question number one is, what is one of your favorite restaurants in town? I have to say La Caretta's. Yes. That is one of my top <laughs> ones, too. That is a guarantee. All right. What's number two? My number two question? Oh, the question number two. Yeah, of course. What is something that you love about your neighborhood? 
I love that I'm close to everything and it takes me hardly no time to get there. And, um, and no time to get to work. Oh, right. right. <laughs> you were, you were like, I didn't know this about you until we started talking before we, we recorded. You're like right there, like right behind right. the animal hospital. And we used to be on call all the time. So it was very convenient wow. because anytime you saw an emergency, it always took an hour yeah. to get from the beginning to the end of it. Right. So. But close, right there in Cedar Creek grade. Right. Very easy to get to, close to town. Love it. Question number three, why is Winchester, and this is a loaded question, why is Winchester a great place to live? I love Winchester because I think our schools are still outstanding. Hmm. And any person who takes the opportunity to be what they want to be has that opportunity. And I do feel like we have a lot of good local support. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of great organizations. If you stumble and you, you know, fail at something, that they'll pick you back up. Mm. And you, they, you know, there's a lot of community support. Yeah, I love that answer. It's a unique one. Question, and then I got number four for you. Question number four. So, where do you like to spend time with your friends or family in Winchester? I personally like to be a farmer, so I usually spend time on our property fixing things up I, my personal love thing is to to drive a tractor <laughs> really so i am usually <laughs> nice. brush hogging or doing something in my tractor but other than that um spending time we used to always either go to one of the parks like the Win- winchester park and look at the pond or um go to clearbrook p- the pond and yep um, but there's a lot of places around that you can go and enjoy but i usually go to a private property well, perfect this, this fifth Love it. this fifth one fits right fifth in question there. this is challenging for people who grew up in the area so i'll just warn you fifth question last one what is one of winchester's hidden gems what do you think people that live here don't really know about that is a really cool thing anything mm, come that to is mind? a tough question uh-huh. or like one of your favorite places that maybe people don't know and yeah some people are afraid to share because they don't want those places to become right. popular. Right, yeah, then all of a sudden it becomes <laughs> popular. I do have to say that, you know, of all the wedding venues and different things, we personally got married at the Conservation Club out in Gainesboro. Huh. And it's a very uh, quiet area, and it's as a pond and everything. But we had an outdoor wedding there, and that was, awesome. to me, one of the nice areas. I mean, a lot of people don't go there, but... Um, yeah, it was beautiful. All the greenery was along the stream, and it just was a natural thing. So is we that, had, is that the one on Siler? Is it on Siler Road? Like six hundred, yeah, something like yeah. Okay, that fits all the rest of your answers perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Outside. It matches matches exactly <laughs> Nature, who you are. Outside, love it. Well, you can find Dr. Walls at those both those places, Apple Valley and Winchester Animal Hospital. The website applevalleypet.com. Correct. Is one, and they're on Cedar Creek grade. Hunt them down. Winchester Animal Hospital can Google that as well. Really easy to find you. Get your pet scheduled to come see them because this is the place to be. So thank you so much, yes, Dr. Walls, so for being for here. Being- yes. You've been amazing. Love it. <laughs> thank you. So Dr. Walls is amazing. Love chatting with her. And she's so just kind of. I don't want to call her shy, but just almost like just very like humble and very knowledgeable, though. Yeah, very, very much so. Yes. And cares about animals, environment. And that came out 
what did you learn? I mean, I, I'll tell you, I learned, I didn't realize that she had this entire farm life mm-hmm. activity happening of, of the many years that I've known her. It's just, okay, she's a vet. She does great job with my animals, but she takes it to the next level of caring, not just for animals, but the environment and the the her cows and you know just chickens chickens and and i think she said goats maybe her lands i love the insight that she was able to give about how to just be more environmentally friendly as a landowner yeah i mean that that was really fascinating with uh planting the trees and i didn't realize that um i guess it's a good idea to keep the cows out of streams oh yeah that's so fence that off and so that was something too but i i didn't know and like I said, I've been going to see her since, I don't know, 2005. So 17 years, I guess. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that she and her husband had both animal hospitals. I know. Because I would see I... her husband usually like on Fridays. I thought that he'd work at Apple Valley. And right. I never I could never understand. Well, that's strange that they don't. He works at a different place. But right. they own that one, too. So that completely made sense. Um, and that was and, and she's just a wonderful person. And it's it was really just great having her here. Yep. Yep. Well, it's we're going to continue to have more conversations and be able to interview other people in town to, again, just inspire you to, to learn more about our community. And today is no different. I love it. Um, next week, we're going to get a chance to chat with some more people, but it's relevant to the local upcoming events. So right. tell us a little something about what's happening here in town over these next week or so so coming up well, it's still going actually it's now through sunday january 1st it's the walking in a winter wonderland that's at clearbrook park it's mm-hmm. got all the displays and music it's on a half mile path um there's even santa mrs claus are going to be there it's uh, ages zero to two are free three yep. and over are 650 and you can get them online for the tickets which i think is probably the better idea to do it yeah sure or at the gate it's 850 and even when you go from past experience um a lot of times we'll we'll go and we'll bring hot chocolate for all the kids mm. and then they'll carry their little hot chocolate and something fun you can walk around the loop and you don't just have to do it once if you want to walk around the loop sure. again and see it all again it, it's sure. just it's fantastic. It's, some, it's definitely a fun thing to do. And we'll have people from the county right. next week to be able to chat with them about all the fun behind the scenes things that go on and all the things you can learn about the Winter Wonderland Walk. Yeah, so, I'm really excited about that. Yep. We also have the Christmas Market. It's on Saturday, December 10th from 10 to 4 at the Winchester Moots Family Center on East Cork Street. So they're going to have all kinds of different vendors. Um and with the Christmas market. And then we've also got a free Night of Wonder. It's singing by the Valley Chorale. Um, is that how we say it? Choral? Yeah, choral, sure. Choral. Around choral. <laughs> Saturday, December 10th at 3. That's at the Handel Library or Auditorium. Um, and also that we've got the historic Rosemont's Christmas Open House. It's a benefit. Sunday at 11 from 2 to 6 in Berryville. So people have a chance to see the estate's Christmas decor as well as um, support seven nonprofit groups, um, including the Winchester Rescue Mission. So that that would be really cool to see yeah. a historic Rosemont when yeah. it's all decorated for yeah. Christmas. Oh, it's a great, that's a great so location out there. Mm-hmm. Tickets are $10 at the door. You can uh, cash your Venmo. Well, that is a lot. And um, yeah, we it's been neat to just continue to grow 
um, iconic talk. So thanks to all you all who are the listeners, continue to share and all that good stuff. We really hope that you learned something from today's episode. I know I did. And I look forward to sharing you more with you next week. And it is it'll be fun about that winter wonderland. So remember, when you're looking for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. And we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. And if you have a moment, we would love it if you would uh, subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Yep. And thanks again to our editor extraordinaire, Samia Natalia. Until next time, think iconic. <laughs>